Hello and welcome to Tracks, episode 22. Woo! I'm Tim. I'm Harry. And this is the smart but very sexy. <laughs> very sexy? Very naughty. Very naughty. Smart but very naughty. Podcast. We just got an interesting <laughs> review on SoundCloud saying we are smart but very naughty. So <laughs> we're reveling in that glory. Uh, yeah. I like that title. Yeah, I could live with it. Do you think you're the smart one? Another very naughty one. Oh, I don't know if I want to go down that rabbit hole of discussing who's what. So this episode is some flagship content. It is indeed. And it comes with not one, but two guests. We have got Dan Brooks, our friend, excellent guitarist, a member of several bands, including of Mary's and... Molten Deluxe. Yeah, I'm glad you remembered that one. Yeah, nearly didn't. Yeah. There was a, for listeners, there was a <laughs> panicked look on my face for a second where I started going, and didn't know what I was going to say. But it came, so great. Um, and another other bands too. Um, and because Brooks is come, buy one, get on free, uh, Ben is there too. Just turning up with some <laughs> drinks. Everyone's favourite. The listeners love him, so yeah. we cannot get rid of him. Um, so thank you for downloading and enjoy. See you on the other side of this flip. We this flipper. <laughs> Shall we begin? Let's begin now. So we are joined by Dan Brooks today. Hello, hello, to be Dan. Here. This is great. Uh, yeah. This this place is incredible. I love it. It's kind of cool, right? It is New York Loft, as we said earlier. Yeah, you're maybe only the third guest who has been allowed into this. Honoured. Our humble abode, so you should feel very privileged. Fourth. But yes. Oh, no. This is going down all the time. (laughs) Fifth. First, First. you're first. You're the 25th. But it's still an honour, no matter what. So, you're a musician, a noted musician, certainly the best guitarist I know. Thank you. What would people know you from? Know me from? Well, just your band. I've been in a couple stuff. of movies. <laughs> <laughs> Filmed in here, actually. <laughs> that camera up there pointing against the wall. It's actually Dan uh, yeah. Bilzerian. Yeah. Dan Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, um, what bands am I? have I been in? Yeah. Well, you're in a load of bands, Music. right? That's well, what I'm I trying to get out. You're in 27. Bands, yeah. Is that yeah. right? I'm just going to make him happy. I'm going to say Buddha blood, just for starters. Look at his little face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and uh, Ben is here, by the way. We've already said that. No, but this is the second um, one, wasn't it? I said it again. I can't commit to any of these things because... Did you? So I'm in... One, two, three, possibly now four. I met this guy on the train and now we're going to be writing songs (laughs) next week. Yeah. So it's like... You have to balance it all, you know what I mean? And then you had a couple of cats and a girlfriend on top. Wow, you're in with them too. I mean... That's yeah, a good name yeah, for we all make band. We make sweet music. Oh, God. Yeah. We're back to the no, Ron no, Jeremy yeah, references yeah, at this yeah. stage. They're, they're not musical. No, no. Uh, but no, you do, have to, you do have to balance it all. Yeah. yeah, so just so people can go and search if they really want to. Okay. We've got... Buddha Blood. Buddha Blood. Meatloaf at Mary's. Don't ask about the name, anyone. But that's what it's called. Scar Band. Yeah, they're good. I saw them once. Thank you. Good time all the time. Just a, yeah, a lot of fun, that band, I think. Yeah, yeah. it is just it is fun. I mean, Scar music, I, I like that stuff anyway. Well, I and can like, see that. 
Wearing, are we, can we say? Yeah, I'm wearing a specials t-shirt. Two-tone t-shirt. Yeah. Other tones are available. <laughs> yeah. Other numerical... Uh, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> tones. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're always fun. Something called Molten Deluxe, which is a guy from... You're going to have to say that again. Molten Deluxe. Molten. molten. Yeah. Uh, not like Lava Molten. It's like an old bike. It's M O. U-L-T-O-N. Moulton. Okay. Yeah. Deluxe. Yeah. Moulton. Deluxe okay. is a nice word, isn't it? Yeah, I like that a lot. Is it like a loaf? Like a loaf. Moulton loaf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's not like... Is it a loaf? Is it just a loaf? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just seeing a series of loaf Meat loaf. bands. Meatloaf tribute bands. <laughs> I'm like a badass. I'm in meatloaf and moat loaf. <laughs> We did have to call ourselves Maltloaf at Mary's once. Because of him. Maltloaf well, at Mary's, did you really? Well, we played a vegan festival. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. So we, yeah, we announced ourselves as Maltloaf at Mary's. Really? And then Ben just rolls in to the vegan... It was a vegan barbecue in the garden. Yeah. Ben walks in there casually with just a McDonald's. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> just a big tasty. Everyone was... At, they were actually outraged, weren't they? Yeah. Really? Like, there's some like... You should have got like the McDonald's, where was Facebook page up or whatever, just been like, the meat content oh, in this burger <laughs> is ridiculous. It's 2% meat. They were like giving me leaflets with like KFC is evil and like facts about KFC. I felt bad because I, I think I had some of their vegan barbecue and I was thinking, no, I'm definitely not vegan. I was having all their special expensive vegan cheese. Oh. Shall we put Ben on the mic? Because if you will talk in this, you might as well be in a mic. Otherwise, you're going to hear you being faint. I can hear it. I mean, he doesn't need to be Brilliant. heard as much as me. Uh, it's just, you can come and share this mic if you want. Go on. Just for there. the sake of it. Otherwise, you know. They're stuck in there. Tim, what, what shoes are those? These are Adidas Jamaicas. Are they? Yeah. Is that a um, running shoe? Is like a Usain Bolt thing? No, they're like, they're basically, they're more kind cool of similar, a similar cut to yours. Um, well, that's why I asked because this is. Uh, yeah, they would. I went for a new shoe recently, count. Yeah. and uh, when I looked them up, this is the Munich 22 Olympics. Uh, nice, the boating shoe, but also skateboarding. Yeah, they look. The the sole looks quite nowadays. Skatey. Obviously, yeah. in it's like a band. There wasn't so. a lot of skateboarding going on in Munich. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I like the I like the three stripe and I like the I like the tick. I'm I'm going I'm going a bit chav sporty these days. Yeah, me too. It's, it's a it's, it's a good look. It's something we're all like struggling to avoid, I think. Yeah. Chavs don't I, exist they don't the own this stuff. No. They do. Chavs look indie these days. That's why you've got to take that back. We're, we're going chav. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, yeah. So we're reclaiming Chavs are the... like blue jeans with like white socks and they they all kind of trying to look you know that kind of um, what is it with young kids these days with their socks like really high up their legs when they wear like shorts or or like right up and they're all doing that dance where they they like house music where they do that thing where they like shuffle their oh I think they call it shuffle I don't know I don't know what it is dabbing no they do this thing with their feet where they like (laughs) it's like Irish dancing but you're making it look great what they're trying to do is two step which was invented from New York in the 70s for hip hop right really yeah, it's called two step, but they do it in a really stupid way. Like, like yeah, two yeah, steps, yeah, like just got it like with their arms everywhere. It's just yeah. get out. I don't even yeah. know. I was at McDonald's drive-through earlier. And it was lovely. Plenty of them in there. But as I was parked up enjoying my meal, <laughs> there were some what looked like mods rolled in 
on mopeds but on closer inspection they were not mods one of them had the massive green parker on but they were very young yeah and i thought and then i thought are there chavs wearing half mod stuff and then when they sort of got their helmets up sorry bbc news Uh, (laughs) it's all kicking off over there the terrorists are back Uh, (laughs) when they when they kind of got got the coats off and stuff they were just in normal clothes and skinny jeans with parker jackets i thought is this a new thing happening what is going on right now i'm so confused not only would i be in the exact same position as you being annoyed and confused but it's like a sad sign of where we've come to in our lives yeah it's like yeah. judging everyone yeah. <laughs> what are you <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they rolled up on mopeds and they, yeah. were, they weren't what mopeds, chaps, yeah. mopeds they were they weren't lambrettas i think like but they were kind of mid-range fancy vespers yeah not fancy ones the thing is like all culture all subcultures steal from loads of others so yeah. the fact that there's going to be one which has some mod bits oh, i don't think i think it is if what i saw today is going to be something new they're taking too much from mod but and Brian too much on Chav. I, I think that's just young and people in Brighton anyway like we messed uh, up we can't really escape the mod thing here no, so like no. we always take a bit of it in whether you're Chav or you're whatever else it's like yeah. but do you you're honestly still think gonna end up in a Fred Perry polo at some point because you're just... where do you think they're getting that idea from though to wear that kind of thing like because what do you think they're taking from parents parents yeah, probably yeah, they Jump the gun. It might just be, yeah, jump <laughs> yeah. the guns up there. That looks fucking cool. Living you, they might just watch Well, Quintafina. you just look like at, that. you know, do you that. remember when Dirty it's Harry, the shop, shop, wasn't like what it is now? Do you know, they just started selling jumpers with Dirty Harry, Dirty Harry written on them. Yeah, and, and like every girl, I think I was in like year 11, and every girl at school, like two years Even below, worse, yeah. had um, Harrington jackets. Even worse than their jump, the Dirty Harry jumper. They had Velvet Underground jumpers, like the big banana, yeah. and everyone was wearing them. All these chubby girls like, do you know who no the Velvet Underground are? Yeah. Nirvana Zero well. idea. Yeah. It's not actually, it's just fashion yeah. designers. That we had this it. conversation on the beach. It's like top, top yeah. shop. If the designers are making that, because they're like, Yes. This is cool. The mods was cool. Let's yeah. put this in Top Man. I think Top Man bought or whatever yeah. they do the Joy Division shirt as well. Yeah, we had this I, conversation the yeah. other week on the beach, didn't we? There yeah. was a lady we found a bit attractive, and uh, she was wearing a Nirvana t-shirt. Yeah, so and we were saying, like, does the fact that she's wearing a Nirvana t-shirt mean that she has good taste in music, or she's just been to Urban Outfitters? I yeah. think which one? The latter. I saw. You must have seen this t-shirt picture doing the rounds on the internet. Yes, I know you're say already. Is it is it unknown pleasures? The picture, you know, with the wobbly lines. Yeah, and then I think it says the cure, and I think underneath <laughs> it says the queen is dead. Nice. <laughs> I like it. But like, is that is that deliberate or is that that, that, or is that just a just catch out? Great deliberate shirt. Yeah, because yeah. like there's because like one of the one of the best merch like the Nirvana thing behind it. One of the best merch things I've seen in the last few years was the. You know the Nirvana sad yeah. face T-shirt. Yeah. There was one Rihanna made one for her tour, which same font as Nirvana, but Rihanna it was same massive and the flag on it. They <laughs> <laughs> had the a smiley face setup, so that was kind of it was kind of sort of uh, purposely playing on the fact rather than just like yeah something weird happened recently. Yeah. Bieber, Bieber, he did a tour T-shirt. You love Bieber, don't you? He had a tour t-shirt, which was a Marilyn Manson. <laughs> his Marilyn Manson tour t-shirt in '96. Bieber probably wasn't even born. Yeah. But Bieber took this t-shirt, and Marilyn Manson gave him permission to use the same style, and have Bieber written across it with the same logo and everything. It's, it's so weird. You, you need permission. to see it. What is that? 
It's, he kind of, I don't know if he admires him because he's so awful. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, yes, actually, just, just do your thing. You're a fucking cretin. Yeah, yeah you I should. Mean, he, he came out in an interview recently, didn't he, and said that he watched um, Montage Heck and he, he actually really, really likes Nirvana. What, Beaver? Beaver? Uh, yeah. Montage Heck is great. It's one it of is. my But people films. say that as a joke. Oh, you just watched really that film. picture of him wearing a Nirvana shirt, wasn't there? Have you seen that recently? Yeah. It's quite a cool yeah. t-shirt as yeah. well. Actually. I'll be honest, I was, I was never a huge Nirvana fan until I heard the MTV Unplugged album. I'll be honest, I'm still listening to that constantly. I couldn't... I love it. I don't know that I... I can't imagine... Like what I would be doing when I'd sit down and put a full Nirvana album on, like maybe that's controversial. I don't know. But weirdly, most pretty much seventy percent of the music you like wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Nirvana. I'm not. I'm absolutely not criticizing Nirvana no, no, at all. I'm just saying, I just haven't like, stumbled down that road yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You might what would never you be doing? Like it, but right. no, I, I, I do like it. That's the thing. No, I, I, I like individual songs. But I've done many things whilst listening to Nirvana. Oh really? But the best, <laughs> Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> All of their albums, you'll be on the train or you'll be, you might be getting off to sleep. I, I've listened to Slipknot to get to sleep before. Really? So it's not wow, a weird thing that's to me. crazy. But yeah, you have Nirvana on and then you're kind of almost there and it's the end of the album and it just stops and there's silence and you've got your headphones in and you're just dozing off. And then at the end of all of their albums is a half hour gap and then just some absolute <laughs> racket that they've done. Like, I think one of them's called Rubbing the medicine strip in alcohol or something right and they just go off on one I, I, <laughs> I love it it's great and you wouldn't you wouldn't yeah. get that in the, if you just dipped in and out and oh bit of teen spirit bit of this you yeah. wouldn't hear that yeah you you have to you commit say, you're not hearing nirvana for what they are you could say never mind was the flagship record <laughs> <laughs> it was the flagship just like my iphone se that i actually have with me now so <laughs> which actually this is a nice uh, this is a nice lead in to my uh, my first my first selection if yeah. I so old so as regular listeners will know uh, when we have a guest our way of kind of introducing ourselves and you to their music taste is by doing old new borrowed blue it's a rubbish format but we're keeping up with it anyway with it. yeah and as we got down here today, that's what we're going to do. We know, as his friends, that he's got excellent music taste and a ridiculous. Do you know that? Uh, I you do, do know that, yeah. Some of it's bad. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> and also a ridiculous capacity to play things on command. One of my abiding memories of you musically was uh, Bolney Fest last year, oh, yeah. when we were sat around a campfire so and you had 14, a guitar out, and people were just throwing songs at you, and you would just play it. I don't really remember it. I remember knocking through. out a couple of kink songs. Even better that you don't remember mm. it. Like you were pissed as well, didn't really know what was going on and you're still just playing everything that anyone wants. Great. It was good fun. Yeah. So, we're going to dive straight in with okay. your old selection. Take us back. Listen to albums in full. Yeah. And I'm going to piss Ben off here because I discussed my selection with him. And I said, oh, old, I'm going to go Pink Floyd because I just can't stop listening to them. Ever. More recently, just massively into them. I'm gonna go mainstream with it as well. I'm not gonna go Sid, oh. so I have to apologize for that. I'm gonna go. Are we gonna put it on in a sec? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all gonna listen to it. Yeah. Talk about it. Yes. Uh, Breathe, okay, which is number one off of Dark Side of the Moon. Wow, opening track. 
Yeah. And um, but what I love about it, I'll say it. going to be very honest, I'm not particularly uh, well-knowledged. Well me, and, me and Dan were saying as the song was playing, I want him to say to somebody, because I too, they kind of passed me by, and I, I yeah. know Dark Side of the Moon, I know some songs off of it, that's about as far as my knowledge goes. So can you say what it is about Pink Floyd that we're missing out on? I would, for you two... I would go away and start with that album. That's what I started with. Yeah. Because all of the albums are completely different, but that one was the complete height of everything. Sure. Roger Waters, the bass player, wrote all the words. Dave Gilmore's the musician who today he practices in the King Alfred. There's a theatre in it. Really? And he rehearses. He obviously plays all these songs on tour. Yeah. They have this. I saw pictures of it. I, I would love to walk past and hear all that going yeah. on. Can you imagine? Crazy. So forgive me if I'm wrong, because they're an English yeah, yeah, yeah. act, right? Because yeah. uh, when that first came on, I feel like almost note for note, there's you know, the Mystery Jets, yeah. an album called Radlands, right. which had a lot of instrumentals that sounded almost exactly like the beginning of that song. So to me, that sounds very American-influenced. Like, like, our Pink Floyd... Is it the case that American music has completely taken influence from them, or were they kind of influenced by? They're actually obviously they're they're influenced by American music. Everyone is. Yeah. um, They're very they're very English. Yeah. They sing in massive English accents. Sure. Like really, and quite they're very well spoken. As our early interviews with them, they all went to art school and lovely. Sid Barrett's from Cambridge and stuff, so they're all. And they, they do sing in that, yeah, yeah. But I think Gilmore, he's the singer and guitar player, and he he likes a lot of American music. He does. Like 60s, early 60s, late 50s stuff, he does. Yeah. yeah. So that, that does come across a bit, but with the English accent. But I would just say, I used to never know that the Zeppelin were, when I was younger. I think, uh, oh, do you remember... Then, that all comes from the blues, that's all like... Yeah. This Again, is, a lot of that kind of stuff. It, see, that could have been yeah. borrowed. There is it's not now. You know, if, you, if you talk about <laughs> if you talk about the history of you know pop music in general, it's very much about uh, American music coming over to England. Yeah. You know, it's why Liverpool was such a hub because it came through the ports. Yeah, and yeah these yeah. old records got brought back. Yeah. So there's no surprise that there's American influences in there. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So why was it why was it Floyd that you picked over anything else? That's uh, the, I've just been recently massively into them and yeah. for you 
Ben when we ben, yeah sorry when we when bit of blood jam that's what it's like for me it's like they would play an E minor and an A chord and that's it and they would jam on that for an hour and then <laughs> sort of and then the whole of Dark Side of the Moon came from that one that breathe that I played you in the mm. album it kind of goes in and out of that as other songs there's a song called Time and at the end of it it goes it just rolls back into that song and then towards the end it goes back into it again but with a slight change on it yeah i can't think of any and right now but there's i think there are albums in recent years that have tried to replicate that kind yeah, of yeah, thing yeah. and it's interesting that's, to think where, that that's where it might come and from with that the, i mean it's, it's a bit geeky and it's a bit old school now but they made all there's all sound effects in it but they would have done it. There's none of this digital like logic. You click a button and you <laughs> yeah. move something. And they had to c- literally cut up. It's absolutely bits of ridiculous, tape, isn't it? And it's called tape splicing. And they yeah. would have to stick it back together in yeah. the perfect place so, and create all these tape yeah. loops. And they would they, would they would use the studio as an instrument. Yeah, it's absolutely mad. Like, um, you know, a complete world away. But I know that uh, Kaiser Chiefs tried to record in a kind of analog. 60s yeah, studio yeah, yeah. and it blew their minds yeah. the the technicality that goes into actually making something when you're recording it on literally a ream of tape and I, you do have to do that yeah. you know there's literal yeah. sellotape like across your track <laughs> and you can hear it I like, want to I want to do it personally because yeah. I think because I record a lot on my iPad and stuff yeah and you can just do I think many you tapes you as you like and you can more. do things in little chunks I think it helps you I think it helps your music come across Everyone yeah. says it sounds better and vinyl sounds better. Yeah. I think it does a little bit, but to the average Joe, they're not going to be able to tell the difference. But if you have to play the whole song yeah. in one complete take with no yeah. stopping and starting, you have to know your parts I've, so well and, and your yeah, whole performance of comes off have you, better. Uh, there's an album which I've talked about a lot on this uh, already called uh, A Letter Home, which is a Neil Young yeah. record. Which I've he, never listened to that one. Which he recorded with Jack White. And it's done in this, it's essentially like a phone box where it's just mic'd up and you go in there and it records it straight onto vinyl. So it was like this thing that used wow. to tour America and people could go in there, play their songs and it press it straight What's away. What's it called? From. The album's called A Letter Home. Is it good? It's incredible. It's, uh, you can, I mean, when, like my mum and dad came up when I was listening to it and they were like, they, I mean, this quality is just unlistenable. In, yeah. but like, especially when you look, when you kind of listen to things now. I mean, it's completely different. Have you got it on vinyl? I've got it on vinyl. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's one of the best things. Is it I've ever heard? So it's. I mean, I the, love Neil Young yeah. and I love Jack. White. The premise of it is amazing, anyway. Yeah. So it's um. He starts off by speaking to his mum, his dead mum, and he's saying, "Who does so you're Neil, Neil Young? Tears Neil Young starts singing. So he's like um." Hey, hey mum, I found these old recordings that I used to play back to you in the day, and he—it's like it's a cover album, so it's yeah. all songs he used to play when before he was famous yeah, yeah, yeah. to his mum. So you've got all these old tracks that you know, um, and it's yeah, it's just him with like a harmonica and acoustic guitar in this little phone box being recorded by Jack, and it's just like. Is Jack Inc. White on it as well? He's no. not on it. It's no, just, he's, it's, just, just, it's just his done box produced. Yeah. He owns his... the little phone box thing now. Awesome. Yeah. But it's amazing. You've got to send me, send me the link yeah, to that. I will. In yeah. uh, Nashville. So it's yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah, of course. But in terms of that kind of... Um, that one take kind yeah, of Yeah, like the warmth of the sound and all the things a, you can't really put your finger on. It's just kind of... It's as incredible. A new, um, as a musician, being more kind of 
well, using analog things and actually trying to get in there, I think it would help you understand what you're doing a little better yeah, than yeah, clicking yeah. a button. And like, because everyone now these days, I put my hands up, I do this. You record a vocal, you just find that you flick on a bit of reverb just to make it sound better or something. Yeah. Yeah, I would be more inclined to learn <laughs> yeah. about how how to really get the most of different kind of reverb. Yeah, or, so, like, or natural reverb. Yeah, so yeah, it's so yeah. easy Rather to... than adding it on. Yeah. Led Zeppelin recorded it, yeah. uh, when the levee breaks. They put John yeah. Bonham's drums in the top of like a <laughs> big church. Yeah. And so they got the whole reverb of a whole church. I mean, that's insane. So you won't. You won't be able to replicate that. You should say that. I did a viewing of a lady the other day, and we were on the roof of like those new buildings by the, the train station. Yeah. And you know the big church that's meant to be shaped like. No oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She said she saw like this crazy like psychedelic Italian band there doing. <laughs> soundtrack to a 70s Italian horror film that they, they did the soundtrack for in the 70s and they recently played in there Yeah, and she said the sounds because of the shape of the building but it's so cool that it's so, amazing yeah, and yeah, that for awesome. people to understand that instead of like I'll record a vocal and I'll try this filter and I'll try this and yeah. I'll try this and okay that sounds cool that's what I'm going for it's better to actually understand like what, I think what you're doing with the, the audio, natural yeah. sounds of a room yeah like old theatres are designed They've yeah. got all these domes and things. That's to project all the sound yeah. back. Do you in think way. with all these yeah, things yeah. at a creator's fingertips, it's it's kind of ruining your creative creative side? Yeah, like in a bit. I'm, I'm having so all lazy. of these options. I'm so that's why I want to record on the tape one day. Is because I'm just like you play something and you don't focus properly and you fuck it up. Yeah, and then you just stop it and you start again. You're if you do that on tape, you're wasting valuable yeah. tape, which is expensive anyway yeah of course you I want mean, to learn like, to do yeah. it right so you don't make like these doing, mistakes doing the Olympics isn't it you've only got that one chance you get one yeah, shot basically yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's not miss a chance to play <laughs> this opportunity comes once which in a lifetime which segues yeah, yeah. beautifully <laughs> into my second choice oh does it okay so or let's go there is it new new yeah. isn't it yeah, yeah. so uh, this is a band called Whitney have you heard of Whitney Whit I don't know Whitney at all this was in uh, you know Enemies Free now yeah of course uh I rarely pick it up, but when yeah. I do, we've berated it many a time. I've heard, and I agree. <laughs> I agree. Arctic Monkey, I love Arctic Monkeys and Oasis, but that's all they talk about. Yeah, yeah it's it's tiresome. And the drummer yeah. was in Unknown Mortal. Yes, he was, and he's now the singer. Really, Whitney. Yeah, yeah but yeah. they really recorded their we album. We saw them at Glastonbury. They were brilliant. Yeah. Onto tape, did they? And it came out in June. And the song I want to play is um, Golden Days. Oh, Golden Days it's the best song I love it and I read about it and they say that when they played this song to their it's the guitar player and the Julian the old drummer from Unknown Mortal Orchestra drummer slash singer they've not made yeah yeah and he um, they're the main two that write the songs <clears> and <throat> they played this song immediately after they recorded the demo of it they sent yeah. it to their ex-girlfriends because the whole album's really about their exes right. and their girlfriends just wept instantly. <laughs> it's it's amazing. His voice is a little bit at first. It's kind of like you need to get used to it, but yeah. when you do, it's so good. Isn't we it? they're playing in Brighton, um, the Horn in November, and the tickets are like eight quid, and I love okay. it when so when it, when bands are this good and the tickets are that cheap. Yep. You two, hopefully, you'll like it. And yeah, you'll well, an idiot. Like, not to still, go. No one. We'll, it's not sold out. We'll be buying just, tickets tonight if this is. Good. I love No Woman as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the whole album. So Golden Days. Like how yeah, tantalizingly close all their song titles are to other classics as well. So you've yeah. got what was the first one? The one we're listening to. Whitney Houston days. with Golden Days <laughs> yeah so like Glory Days the Springsteen well, classic and they they, they, they love <laughs> they love the band yeah 
they love the band. Bob Dylan, the band. They yeah. they have a mutual love for the band, which I love. And that is going to segue cool. later on to another. And they've got so just okay. wow. You so saw this. I have. You have. You've intertwined. So You're so well things. researched. I love it. <laughs> but let's listen to this track before it's uh, too late. So Golden Days by Whitney. music and it's one of those things I listen to six music all day every day while I'm working yeah, so yeah. a lot of things wash over me that is something that's definitely uh, stayed with me and immediately as soon as the vocals kicked in yeah, yeah. I know that and I think it's brilliant I really it's like that distinctive vocals isn't it yeah I yeah I you was, like it I love that you're yeah, gonna go. I'm gonna listen to this album. You sing a bit like that on the way home. So <laughs> I do. I have a more falsetto like... voice. Yeah. yeah, I think it's more. I find it more comfortable to sing. I was album. absolutely gutted because I read this enemy in February. I think it was, yeah. and uh, the little it was a tiny little article about them, like up and coming, brand new, and it said they played in the Green Door store the night before I read it for oh three pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I was kicking myself. But that is they're, incredibly they're, annoying. Yeah, November at the Haunt. Yeah. So yeah, so let's all go and Yeah, let's it. do that. Because they let's are let's fantastic. Yeah. So that was a beautiful second choice. I love that. After this little break, we'll come back with your third. Cool. Yeah. Burrowed. back we're still joined by uh specifically dan but also ben brooks the brooks brothers the brothers that you sound like two robbers him. from like the 19... <laughs> 90s yeah. well the brooks brothers no from the 1800s yeah, the brooks Producer. brothers they the stole brooks many brothers. an item and we should point out we are not joined by the most successful of the brooks brothers for he is i don't know what Jack. Skateboarding yeah. around. He the is world. actually the most successful. Yeah, yeah. I never thought of it like that. I'm really sad. Yeah, we're failures, I guess. But we so prefer we're... these two. I thought so. we did all right. He's, for he ages, is he was below us, and now he's ahead yeah. of us. He's always been older, but we <laughs> thought we're younger and better, but not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All I know is I want free merch, so I'm gonna. Palace. I'm gonna big him up as much as I possibly Do you can. You know, uh, our older brother uh, Phil for Palace Skateboards. Just gonna. Yeah. And Plug that. From what I understand, he had a little bit to do with the Jonah Hill. Have you seen great that? Advert. It's so I really love that. Advert. Love the so amazing. Much. Have you seen yeah. it? Green yeah. screen oh, at its it. best. It's brilliant. I love that. Yeah. What did he have to do with it, please? I don't know. I'm not sure if he had it. I don't oh. know. He told I thought us about he, it. I thought. You, oh, yeah. Maybe that's all I know. It's literally Jonah Hill on a green screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's such a good idea. Whoever came out of this had it. Their way with it. Yeah. It's so funny. So did uh, did everyone like the last choice? I, I liked the last choice. I absolutely yeah. adored the last choice. 
I thought it was really, really great. I'm and torn now. Thank you I'm for bringing that to the table. Yeah, yeah. I'm now desperate to turn up to the Haunt gig. Oh, you must. You must. We'll have what a day grand old time. Sounds great. Uh, it's in November. I can't remember the exact yeah. date. But oh, it's Brian. cheap tickets, guys. Yeah, yeah a tenner. It's I don't think up, it's gone up two quid since. I thought it's more like seventeen. Oh, it's gone up <laughs> even more. You said eight. Now I saw. I, I checked, and it's ten. No, well, it was three in the Green Door store in February. <laughs> it's just become eighty. They're getting quid. better and better. The but band, they've gone NME now. They, the price goes up. Back We're on five quid at this stage. Right. And Alex Turner turns up and does a couple of numbers. It'll be eighty quid soon. <laughs> it's a festival price. I love the Arctic Monkeys, by the way. When you guys were slagging off NME, and I know you both love Arctic's. Yeah, oh, they're my... They are now, because think... the Maccabees aren't my favourite, well, still going, they are now my number one oh, band, that was which my is very sad. For you. Yeah, How sad are you? I'm very that. sad Have you listened to it. Tuesday's podcast yet? We did a... Not Tuesday's. No. Uh, we did, we did a, an like an hour and 15 completely on the Maccabees. In yeah. Yeah. Can I just we say, just wanted to die. can I just say, like, fair enough, I know you love them, I saw them once and I thought they were really good, but it made me laugh when I saw your Facebook, you're like, I'm close to tears, I was like, no one's died, Harry, Imagine you your favourite bands, so, like never, you're never going to see them again. I think it's like who is your very your absolute favourite band right now that's still going? Guns and Roses, and they oh, stayed up for I years and then they got back together. I don't know. It's I suppose I it is. Know, the, I've, I've uh, close to probably tears. yeah. Without wanting to talk over everyone, no, please go. Uh, <laughs> I think it probably is in some ways the same. To if we'd been around kind of late eighties, like Smith. the Smiths, like. It's not as, not as intense, though, is it? I don't know, no, because for Harry, it is. For somebody that, oh. since I started getting into really loving music, they were my number one go-to choice. And, as and people, I've literally yeah. followed them until now. And as people who listen to the podcast, name no names, guys, but um, yeah, as we talked about in that one, I think what's important is like you go through these like milestones in your life, and like Maccabees are just kind of really important to you as you're growing up, and... For that to break up, whether you, whatever you think about the music or not, you've grown up with it and you've loved yeah. it. And for it now to be over is just fucking oh, no, awful. No, no, no. Yeah. Although really, there'll be farewell I, shows and we're definitely going I've to. I've had a really wank year in virtually every way possible. Yeah. But that Didn't really, need this. That really felt like a sucker punch. The thing is... is I that... said this to my mum the other day when I, was, I went for lunch with her. And like, all these horrible things that have happened this year... And that was the one that felt really unnecessary. That's, so, oh my god! That's the thing really? to me is that at least at least they're still alive. For me it was. Like yeah. they are, and they'll do things separately. Everything but it, the, I listen to pretty much gone. is going yeah. back in time, and they all just yeah. die. Yeah, yeah but at least they're the still alive. They can yeah. get back together in ten years' time and do yeah, but it as like as you know. I was upset when I know you're. I wasn't that devastated when it broke up. But as you're, you know, you're not as much of a Smiths guy. Have you ever been? But have you ever been as excited for a Morrissey album as you have for a Smiths as you would be for a new Smiths album? It's not the same. No, but when also, I, how old were you when this when the when I, Oasis split? Up? I, I grew, literally grew up listening. to Oasis was the first, wasn't it? Yeah, like, but you can't grown up with it. You're you're younger than me. No, I, you know, literally grew up. Yeah, with what's it. the story? Yeah, what's but the story when, came out when I was. Yeah, but, ima- like, but imagine well, still I'm, being a fan like, of them until you're the age it. you are now. But it's a different thing. I was I was still a fan, and then they broke up. I know so as we, sad, but I think I wasn't yeah, but how old were you? But as we talked, I was like four, four yeah. to the age of like eighteen. Yeah, but that's totally different. What we were talking about in the pop. So for me, we're talking about the Maccabees, right? First album came out the summer I left school and went into college. It's a so soundtrack. I, like so I fell saying, in love with it. Yeah. yeah. Second album came out 
the first summer I ever went to a festival and it was going into my first year of uni. Third album came out just before I graduated. Fourth album came out as I moved out of home and into a flat with my first girlfriend. These are kind of, I, you know, moments oh, you'll never replace in your life. It's the next part of your life. There won't be another al- uh, Maccabees album too. Okay, okay. I, yeah, I, I, I am. I had that little bit of an oasis, but I, also I was like, no, it's not the. I know it's not the end of the world. No, I didn't no actually one thinks, cry. No one's killed but themselves. But I, I was upset. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was a huge deal. Okay, guys. Like, it was always going to be. I've always thought about. I hate oh, to I be ignorant, but happens. the same way you said about Pink Floyd and stuff, I've never. I, it must have just missed me by. I just the Maccabees. I've never. I know toothpaste kisses. Is that Maccabees? Yeah, I mean that's a yeah. that's a lot. That's of all people. I know. I mean, there's that's the only. That's fine. Thing I know. Thing Where do I start? With all Where kinds of things. Start at the beginning and go straight through to the end. Right. Because you there's and no evolved, there's no bum I did note. listen to your last one about them. Yeah. And you you, you, you do you, you said how different the first to the last one are. So yeah, first very, two very different. first two albums are kind of slightly uh, n- generic's totally the wrong word, but they're indie albums. Yeah, yeah, the yeah first yeah. one especially. Yeah. You know, catchy indie albums. And then they evolve into their own. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I reckon if you do go too fast, I don't know if you can not know them, listen to all four albums, and really love them. Yeah. But you know, this. I think people love different things. I think what's yeah. significant in terms of their kind of evolution is that, you know, the kind of critical acclaim of you know, we can all kind of argue whether something like the Mercury's is a relevant thing or not, but first two albums didn't get nominated and they evolved into a really mature band who would then get that kind of critical acclaim on their fourth album yeah yeah that's yeah. quite Which is, yeah, that's yeah. quite unique mm. so I think I, think I read some bad reviews though about that I reckon the, the fourth album was the best st- album they ever made I didn't, I didn't it's funny you say that it's all because it's like the Max Marco thing but this is what's brilliant about music everything's subjective yeah, and if you're totally invested in the Maccabees, but then by the time the fourth albums come out, remember so in love with the band. We had seen them like when when I was about sixteen. I we went and saw them play in the bright in the lanes in Brighton yeah. with about fifteen other people while it pissed down with rain, yeah. and they just played acoustic set to us all. And I have these memories of them yeah. that I haven't got with anybody else at the moment. Yeah, yeah. It's like your first girlfriend. Bit, just they were like, of, yeah, they were friends. They, if they felt, I knew them a lot. I'm, I'm a bit jealous of that in the way. I've, all the stuff I listen to is so old, it's all before my time. I've not got a band. Oh, the Monkeys. The, the Arctic Monkeys in the way, but I, I, yeah, when but the first were... album came out, I never saw them until Humbug came out at Reading. Yeah. yeah. It took me a so, long time to see Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, because we, unless you were in Sheffield, you wouldn't have seen the first album. Well, when their first album came out, I, I was just... I don't think just... necessarily about seeing them at the time it comes out. No, but I mean, I mean, putting the, like a a scene in your mind to it and, yeah. and uh, having a whole soundtrack to exactly. it I remember where that I was when I heard the Arctic thing. Monkeys for the first time I was in the car yeah but, but this is well, just the only I, I, that I can appreciate what you're saying the only my criticism would be some of their lyrics weren't great we actually I had a little look through because I know their lyrics but sometimes I go through them and I think <laughs> I mean I wouldn't write I, I don't really like these but that hasn't really stopped anything because sometimes I love their lyrics sometimes it isn't just about their lyrics that I actually love 
it's the whole thing of I know it's a song isn't it but I'm just saying like, I, I would never fall yeah. in love with a band that didn't have great lyrics that's just yeah me. but I mean again one of the it's in the last album one of the big touch points from when we were talking about their whole legacy a song like Silence which if you listen to it it's um, it's about one of the band members mum who passed away when they were very young lyrically it's as good as anything out there it's a really incredible if you know what it's about no it still is anyway because yeah, we were listening we, we were listening to, to it as, as if it was episode, about yeah. the band breaking up and both right, just like yeah. <laughs> I, I had to keep the whole song in when I yeah, was, when I put it, it in the last wedding. one because I just I, I couldn't that. I couldn't yeah. just fade that out I needed it to end because it's got this lovely little piano piece yeah. uh, right at the end and it's, it's beautiful but anyway I'll start with the first one yeah. and go through you really should but okay. anyway I will we're here we're joined by the Brookses uh, Brookside as I'm going to call this episode <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, oh it's like school all over <laughs> <laughs> you're going to tell and us we, you're burrowed yeah third choice this is often the one I people struggle minute, with the most. Last minute, I've changed it again. I'm going back to the original. Oh, really? Yeah. Ben, ben pushed the guilt on me. <laughs> he and gave I you those it, brotherly th- eyes from the other I side. I think it segues better. I'm thinking all about the segues. Sorry about the uh, whole lot of Rosie going off every two seconds. Uh, it's going to be Jimi Hendrix Red House because this is borrowed, yeah? Borrowed. He borrowed massively from everyone, but is like the best guitar player to ever Ever. live. Of course. So he borrowed from Curtis Mayfield, and he did. Huh? Apart from Johnny Marr. He's he's the only musician that could ever just feel music. Yeah, of course. Um, I guarantee Johnny Marr likes Jimi Hendrix. Of course he does. He absolutely adores him. Everyone does. I love Johnny Marr, but you can't deny Jimmy. No, Jimmy's a genius. Everyone's he's got one a taste, of, I know what you're saying. He's one of those people who, um, we had an episode about a couple of weeks ago where um, we talked about if you could, there's certain artists that you will just never ever be able to see and if you really could go back and listen to something Jimmy in real life, for me. like yeah, that would be yeah. one of them, like just an iconic performer. I was, um, I was in London last month. And his flat, his old flat, his Mayfair flat's open to the public. Yeah, it's a new oh, museum it, now, right? Is it though? It's absolutely is it open, is amazing. It? <laughs> Ben's a bit jealous about it. Oh, he, I, he told that about it. I told Dan no, I told Dan. You tell me about <laughs> it. I, told, I literally sent you the you link. Not I, sent you about it. Link. I sent you the link to the announcement that it was Play to be the, uh, sibling rivalry. And who went to it? <laughs> and yeah, and who was like, let's go to it. We'll go to it as soon as it opens. It's really... We're like, yeah, we'll do it together because we've always loved it together. And... And he went, he told me, he gave me a week's notice and said, I'm going to London. And I was like, oh, I need to get the day off work. So Shall I just tell you all about it? Yeah. And one week, you take it. So you go in, and it's like 10 quid. And you go in, and the first floor is an old classical composer whose name escapes me. But, but the best thing that happened about his flat that you could try on little Jimi Hendrix costumes in the back room, which I got a few Can pictures you? of me. Can you, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> Tim, will you come with me? Yeah, I'll and, come uh, with you, come with me. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> in the other room, there was a guy tuning up Please a harpsichord. Oh, wow. Like the old Victorian... Uh, which which yeah. I was thinking, ironically, Jimmy used on Burning of the Midnight Lamp. And this guy gave us this whole lesson on how they should be tuned. 
which I was just thinking, yeah, I just think upstairs to Jimi Hendrix, but like, this is amazing and everything. You're clearly an expert, but Jimmy's upstairs, that's not cool. Yeah, yeah. So we got up there, and the first floor has been turned into a bit of a museum. Yeah. But in the middle of the fucking well, room is an acoustic guitar in plexiglass case. Pepsi. <laughs> Plexi, man. In a Pepsi case. <laughs> it's in a Pepsi bottle. A giant Pepsi bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Coca-Cola. Hopefully I'm joking. The shape would work. Coca-Cola bottle. Pepsi glass. It's Michael Jackson. I don't give it there. Did it look even better, the fact that it was in a Pepsi well, glass? Well, no, no, no. Wait, well, I mean, you're in there and you think, fucking hell, Hendrix actually used to live in here. And then when you read about that, that, that would give me chills. It says, the thing is, he was there for three years in this flat in London so what happened was he he played session musician all sorts he did he was with Little Richard and everything so Jimmy Hendrix was a session musician yeah and he never I made it that. because they wanted him the to be yeah, Little Richard was I find great. that incredible you they watch old things of Little Richard he's a genius but the fact that Jimmy Hendrix was just a session well, yeah. musician for people and he, is, he used to be in yeah, the background and they would say to him right you need to play these chords and you need to sway yeah. with the rest of the he band do it, and you he? need to be like a back in you know you see these back in Motown back in I know you love a bit of Motown yeah I love it he would be doing that on his guitar but then he'd be slipping in these little like because he can yeah know? they'd be like Jimmy why are you he'd be like behind his free? head and they'd be like Jimmy you've got to get out you can't overstage Jimmy, why have you me set yourself on because fire? as Ben like, said he felt it <laughs> why is that flames coming fun, out of your right? head Jimmy to like, stop it you can't you can't do fucking military yeah. stuff on him he's free he'll just yeah. Yeah. He'll fly. He so, fly. So Charles Chandler from the animals. Jimmy's flying. Obviously, yeah, English, course. London. Great, great. Saw him. Imagine. I think it was Linda Keith, Keith Richards' girlfriend oh, at the time. Oh, thank you. She spotted him in the club, so, and so. they <laughs> told Charles Chandler about it. Yeah. And uh, so he went to London, and that he wasn't big. Jimmy Hendrix's experience weren't famous until they went to London. Yeah. So he lived in this place for three years. He had this acoustic guitar. He wrote every single fucking song he ever did, basically, in the experience. Not, I'm not talking about when they split up and he went off either by all this stuff. I'm talking about Hey Joe. I'm talking like Purple Haze. Everything was on this fucking acoustic that he kept next to his bed. And it was there in a plexiglass thing in front of my... I was just like... What was the action? I was, like, I was, I was like dribble. Guitar. I was just... Were you crying out for your eyes and his penis? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> My question would be though, like these kind of icons. Mm-hmm. I don't, in my head, I don't want to imagine them as like just being an actual person who like he wasn't though. He's like, one of the few. No, but was, he like, was an actual person. Like, sometimes I mean, he was human. Like once a day, he'd he done was. a shit. Like, and I don't want to. I want well, them now, to be these kind of superhuman. They don't show you his bathroom in the music. Really, he actually was. I would have been left of it. That's why I think he's the greatest musician ever because he was superhuman. There yeah, is but a he mystical wasn't. Thing he was about obviously him, yeah. in terms of talent, he was superhuman, but he's still done a shit. And right. I feel like Did going he? in that space would be a weird removal. Well, what in no, some ways. Yeah, you How have do to you do know? it. You haven't got you haven't got any you're witnesses to him shitting, have you? He, like that it. man did not shit. <laughs> It just he like, how he died. He flustered out of his ass. Stacked up too much, and he just so shit out of his mouth and died. After the kind of museum bit, you go up the stairs, and they and preserved. They preserved his, his bedroom shit. as it was. Right. And so they've got his record collection 
there. So it's it's just is fucking it? it's just fucking Bob Dylan and Curtis Mayfield and all this yeah. other. Yeah, because his ex-girlfriend who lived with him has helped set it up. And he he used to go down the road. So no one lived there. But that stuff I would love to see. I just don't know. Yeah, I need to go to experience You're right because it makes we can't all talk over each other when you're in there. It makes you think. He was just a real person. Like yeah. he's the best guitar player that ever lived. I don't, I don't but want he him to was be a real so. I know ri- oh, you don't. And what was weird about because it? like now, right? For example, you know, Morrissey is one of my ultimate heroes. What's that? He's living right now somewhere in the world. Morrissey is probably just like in his pajamas. Like What's Morrissey around. doing right now, Tim? He's like <laughs> he's reading about some play. He's he's, he's reading some Oscar Wilde or some shit. Yeah. But I, I don't want to imagine it. I, you know, what if he's got like some rubbish trousers on? I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to imagine him in rubbish trousers. What if he's straight, no, Tim? I actually like. He's right. just he's <laughs> dropped his bloody toast <laughs> on the floor, butter side down. And he's wondering, should I eat That's it? That's the thing. One time, one time in his <laughs> Actually, life. Can you get vegan yeah. butter? I'm not sure. That's, yeah, you can. Thing, though. Holly gets oh, it. Yeah. It's awful. This is the thing. One time <laughs> in his life, life. <laughs> Morrissey is just like, he's been carrying his dinner to the living room and he's like tripped up a bit and he's yeah. just dropped it everywhere. And his I don't want to. <laughs> no, Fucking hell! <laughs> I don't think so. Everything happens <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs> He is as good as you think he is in yeah. real life. But what I mean is, like, shit That's things happen to him sometimes. What difference does it make? Oh. It makes none. <laughs> <laughs> He's not always got all... If you're not listening, Tim was, like, pretending to hold yeah. flowers. He's always got that. Always, 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 all times. He uh, does. A half-unbuttoned white shirt at home. Did Nothing you read his else. novel? Did you read his... Fuck no, I didn't oh. read his novel. I bought his novel. <laughs> and I read about 12 pages. What was his novel about? Just, Fuck all. It doesn't make it any sense. literally nothing. <laughs> oh, God, it was bad. And Don't again, you... it's like, oh, he's a... He's a human being who can write a shit book. Ben owns the Mosipedia. Is that any good? Never read it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good on the shelf, though. I think I've read a little bit, little segments. Okay, so it's back... About... Go on. It's about the music he likes. Like the Ronettes, Tim mentioned that in the other day. Yeah, I know. Oh, are they your they favorite? Favorite? I adore the Ronettes. Oh, they're, they're, first... they're one of my favourites. Did Absolutely. Joey Ramone marry one? Yeah. He did, didn't he? No, he... One of the... He went out with one. One of the Spectre family, but... Okay. Not... Well... The thing about the Ronettes is there's been about 85 members of them over the years. Oh, right, okay. They're like the Temptations. Ron, Ronnie, yeah. Ronnie is the, yeah. the uh, touchstone. Yeah. If there's no Ronnie, it's not the Ronettes. But it makes me laugh. You know, with bands like that, like you watch, you'll watch. Did you go see like Call and the Gang at Glastonbury or anything like that? No. But you'll that, see it yeah. on TV. And you're like, call him I thought half of them are dead. And you look at it. <laughs> oh, so they those, are. Those are young guys. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> those are young white so, guys in Call of the Gang. You're like, how oh, the yeah. fuck have they not aged? They must have keys to the battle of you. <laughs> just, just going back to Jimi Hendrix flat. Yeah. After all the amazement of being in his room at the recreate, there's a weird guy in there who clearly done so much acid his mind was fucking fried <laughs> and he was wearing this super jazzy shirt and he was like hi guys uh, do you want me to tell you more about this room or should I just leave you to being quiet we're like uh, no go on go on say your things he's, like, he's great is he, he always there he's always there oh, he's, his so job good. is to talk about Jimi Hendrix's bedroom do you think he was friends with Jimi or just loves it 
just no, he just it. loves it's it. We like, asked uh, him. We said, "Did you know him?" No, I just, I just love it. <laughs> I'm just talking. Like and then, breathe, and then he also said, "And that's I love the classical great. composer that lives downstairs." This is like my ideal job. <laughs> he <was just laughs> walking around talking. It does about. sound like a fucking good job, yeah. to be fair. I'd love that. It was, it in was London, brilliant. there's a lot of people like that. I went on the tour of Wembley, and again, an old fella who I guarantee was pissed. Is I came to Wembley once to watch Millwall in like nine fifty four. New fuck all I'm about the stadium. He's like, here's where we go to pick up the cup. <laughs> Do you know like, what makes nothing. Good buy <laughs> shop out there. What makes me? But he liked the fact that he'd seen Millwall there, and he was pissed. So what I liked him. About what you just said, I thought you were going to come up with. Oh, is it Wembley? 1966? No, no, he knew nothing about the world. They played on a Sunday. <laughs> it was just like some shit FA Cup final that he talks about for so long. But it was great. Like, that's what you want. The best about him being human and everything. Yep. Uh, the weird guy with the shirt was started following us around his fucking flat at this point. Yeah. And uh, he said, oh, in the 60s, this is just a general insight. He said, in the 60s, People used to leave, they'd come up in the evening and start basically pre-drinking. And uh, they would leave all their booze on the windowsill to yeah. cool it down. And then when they came back <laughs> from wherever it was, it, so they left all these bottles on the windowsill, which yeah. made me think, he's just a fucking normal guy. Yeah. He just yeah. has a drink. So well, my next choice is uh, Red House, Jimi Hendrix. Because it's, uh, it's, it's blues, but it's borrowed blues. Oh, so you, it could have been third and fourth choice. Well, yeah, but then it segues even more. <laughs> I can't uh, believe how well you've crafted this. Well, yeah. Let's listen to a bit of Hendrix. It's kind of half on the train on the way. Who would have thought yeah. preparation just does does you some good? Yeah. So, Red House, Jimmy. Oh, no, wait, wait, there's two versions of this now. Oh, no. There's a version that we used to listen to on The Greatest Hits, which has a better solo than the Are You Experienced version. And so make sure it's not Are You Experienced. Life. Not live. Go best of. Go, go best of. I'd have to say the best of. <laughs> <laughs> Great pick. Third pick. You're really killing it at this stage. So we're going to move on to number four. Blue. Please don't let the team down by going for uh, 90s boy band Blue. Uh, it cross my mind. I spotified. I, I did Spotify Blue. And that came up. Or you could go for uh, I'm Blue, Dubba D Dubba well, Die. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Also, would. Uh, take your aggregate score down massively. But what I loved earlier well, was that. Mm-hmm. The minute I thought that would about take you to a zero overall, uh, and that did come up, and I considered it. But yeah, I did. I didn't know about Tim's hatred for it, but I guessed it. 
Uh, so my what, eyes. I, what I love about the blue choice is that immediately when I thought of it, I thought a bit of blue for the dads. And yeah. you mentioned that earlier. Yeah, yeah. And so dads love dance. a bit of blue. <laughs> blue. Yeah. Oh, oh, you've been doing a lot of reading, Derek. Oh, not books. Oh, not but video library. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, uh, yeah. So another segue. All right. Yeah. We're all on segways at this stage. I mean, for, yeah. to paint a mental image for podcast listeners. We're going, around we're, I mean, we're going along Brighton Seafront. We're all on segways. Yeah. If this was Britney Spears style, it would be the fucking flagship. Yeah. <laughs> it's Bob Dylan. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix loves Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan is the actual flagship it's, for all music. He's it's all over now. Most influential person. In ever. brackets, baby blue. And there's your blue, sir. You must leave now, take what you need, you think will last. But whatever you wish to keep, you'd better grab it fair. Yonder stands your orphan with his gun. Crying like a fire in the sun Look out, the saints are coming through And it's all over now, baby blue Again, you've killed it on the selections. Do you feel like a... Feel proud of your old new Borough Blue because I'm, I'm very excited by them. We've discovered new things. We've discovered old classics, and a, li- and a little new yeah. number as well. Yeah, it's it, been an iconic old new Borough Blue. I feel it like. was an honour. Yeah, it was. And I love thinking <laughs> them up. Actually, have you enjoyed yourself? Yeah, yeah I have enjoyed myself. Yeah. yeah, we've enjoyed having you. Absolutely, we really have. Thank you, guys. We knew we would. Yeah, yeah you was, would. I thought it was fucking terrible. Of course he <laughs> did. Because you do your own fucking podcast, mate. I know. He's just absolutely straddling on ours. We cannot get rid of him. He doesn't even know the name of it. Every time that was it last week. And welcome to the music show, <laughs> whatever you called it. He's moved in down the road. We cannot. Can't get rid, of, get rid of him. Of him. <laughs> he but walks in with no legs on. The third. <laughs> For podcast listeners. That's a quality gag. Yeah. Tim. I love yeah. that. Ben turned up gag. in a pair of camouflage trousers <laughs> and he arrived at the window and I said he's got no legs. So. <laughs> they're very stylish. Yeah, oh, they're nice trousers. They're a nice tight fit. But we need to wrap up. <laughs> Time is off the essence. Uh, Dan has to get to work tomorrow. Yeah. So. All we have to do at this stage is say thank you so much for turning up. Thank you kindly. Cheers, guys. It was a pleasure. You've been really great. We've enjoyed it. Can't wait to have you on again. And um, thank you, Ben, as well. (laughs) (laughs) From Quizmaster in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Ben, because he was much better than (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Ben, for being here as well. And he's so insecure that he has to really... (laughs) Make sure everyone knows that he's the best one every time we listen to his voice. Now, he is the best one. Is yeah. it insecure or he's am I not? I don't know. All of the above. 
You can vote on our Twitter for the best Brooks brother. Um, Uh, And uh, ever... Jack doesn't count just because he films a palace. You can't vote for him. What's the younger one called? He wins. Ollie and Charlie, but they don't count either. It's between me and Ben. You've got three brothers. Four. You've got four brothers as well as you two. No, No, not outside of the two. That would be mental. No, wait. Ben was including me. No sisters. One sister. One sister. Oh my word! You're an absolute oh. army of yourselves. Oh <laughs> How old is your sister? Brooke's sister. Older sister, right? Tim, she's no, five. Not old. Oh my god, she's five. She's five. Oh, honestly, right. Get out. Why is he doing she that is. then? It's Gary Glitter and Michael Jackson. Is she really funny? Yes. Oh, for fuck's sake. Ignore that, bitch. We've got a bit of time. He's trying to wind his kangaroo down, sport. Bit of sister. How old are you? Is yet, Tim? Can you tell? Is she on Tinder? It's a bit of heroin, isn't it? That's just him carrying the five year old. Anyway, let's ignore all those things happening. We must go. Thank you so much, Cheers, Dan guys. especially, but also Ben. He's turned up again. It's been I'm a... unwanted. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a great night. Thanks for listening, everybody. I can't wait to listen back to it. Yeah, as per good. you, shimmy good. So, as our guest, you get to choose the outro track. What is it you want to go for, Dan? Ash, burn, baby, burn. Let's burn this fucking to the ground. Woo! 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 Woo!